preach to you tonight, just marinate in your spirits for a few weeks. So I'm not going to try to uh, do the whole message in, in one sitting, uh, but this is a message that we're going to be working on uh, for a greater portion of the month of January. So let's pray and let's believe God together. I believe God's got a word for us. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the spirit of the living God who indwells us. We declare that the greater one is in us. We declare that greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. And we also affirm tonight that our Father is greater than all. We honor you tonight. We praise you. We reverence your word. We reverence the moving of the Holy Spirit. And we give you glory as you speak to our hearts tonight in the name of Jesus. And everyone said amen. amen. I want to talk to you first of all about the word celebrate. To celebrate means to praise, to extol, to commend, to give to, to make famous. To celebrate the name of the Most High. That's directly from Webster's Dictionary from the 1800s. Also, to celebrate is to honor or distinguish by ceremonies and marks of joy and respect. Later tonight, we're going to be having communion today. Hallelujah. We're going to be remembering what the Lord has done. I want you to turn in your Bibles tonight to Isaiah chapter 63. And we're going to notice for a text this evening, verse 7. Verse 7. I do not believe that we should ever stop celebrating what the Lord has already done. The word of the Lord came through a man of God and One of the words was this. He said, never stop celebrating what I've already done. Now expect me to do the greater and it will come. 2014 will be known as the year of the greater. It is the year of the greater because he is the greater one. Amen. And of course, you know, there's several different dealings that God deals with different people on and in terminologies for years. But I do believe that we are about to enter in to a greater year. In Isaiah 63, in verse 7 in the Amplified, he says, I will recount the loving kindnesses of the Lord and the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord according to all that He has bestowed upon us. And the great goodness of the house of Israel, or the house of Heart of the Bay, which he has granted them according to his mercy, and according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses. Now notice that the prophet is saying, is I will recount what the Lord has done. Never stop celebrating what the Lord has done. Tonight is a night of celebration. I don't look back at 2013 with dismay and say, oh, thank God it's over. I look back at what the Lord has done all year long, and I give Him praise and honor and glory. And then I look forward to 2014 for even greater things. Now, I've had some years, though, that I did look back in dismay, but 2013 wasn't one of them. And if you're in that case tonight, I tell you, things are about to get better. Look at your neighbor and things are getting better. Now let's look at this in the message translation. 
Things are getting better. Things are getting greater. Message. He said, I will make a list of God's gracious dealings. Has God dealt with you graciously in this past year? I think it would be a good idea to make a list of his gracious dealings. A list of those awesome things that he's done. All the things God has done that need praising. Hallelujah. All the generous bounties of God. His goodness to the family of Hernandez. His goodness to the family. Glory to God of Brown. The family of Thomas. Whatever your last name is. I love this. Compassion lavished and love extravagant. There is something about coming together and just flat getting hammered in the Holy Ghost. There is just something about coming together and just celebrating what God's done. Hallelujah. You remember some of you what it was like on New Year's Eve. Well, when we come into the church, amen, we're just getting drunk on the new wine. Amen. There's something about rehearsing what God has done that prepares us for what he is about to do. David did that. Turn over to 1 Samuel chapter 17. David was a teenage boy, and he heard about this giant named Goliath that was making his brother's knees knock. And David said, what will be given this man that goes out against this great giant and slays him? And they told him all the benefits that he would receive, and he says, I'm ready to go. And David said to Saul in verse 32, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. We don't have to back down just because there might be some giants standing in our way this coming year. I'm telling you, the bigger they are, the harder they'll fall. And Saul said to David, you're not able to go up against this Philistine, against him to fight him, because you are young, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went after him, and smote him, and delivered him out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and I smote him and I slew him. He said, your servant who slew both the lion and the bear, this uncircumcised Philistine is going to be as one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Seen any lions last year? Slew any bears last year? Don't forget how God has graciously delivered you. 
Some of you were faced in bankruptcy and God showed up just in time and met your need and caused your joy to be renewed. Others of you laid in bed from sickness and disease and the spirit of the living God kept in the bed with you and raised you up and healed your body. Hallelujah. Others of you, your relationships were on the brink of divorce, but the great restorer came and restored your relationships. We've all faced some lions. We've all faced some bears. And we should be thankful that our great God delivers us every time. Every time. And this Philistine, David said, going to be just like one of them. Because he's not coming after me. He's coming after a covenant man who serves a covenant keeping God. Come on, somebody. You see, so many people focus on what hasn't happened instead of rejoicing over what has already happened. I believe that our Father gets excited about those who have an attitude of gratitude. The word for you tonight is never stop thanking Him for what He's done. One of the major characteristics of the last days is that men would be unthankful and that they would be unholy. Let it not be said among those at heart of the bay that we are unholy and unthankful, but we're walking in holiness, we're walking in gratitude, we're singing praises to the Most High God, and we are positioning ourselves for greater things. Think about it. The psalmist David was absolutely awesome in rehearsing what God had done. Turn over quickly to Psalm 107 tonight. Four different times in the same psalm, David said the same thing in verse 8, verse 15, verse 21, and verse 31. We'll just look at verse 8. He wants us to get this. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for what? For His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. The NIV says that men would give thanks to the Lord for His unfailing love. Still another translation says that we would give thanks to Him for His great love. Look at verse 35. When men and women like you and me give praise to him for his goodness and forget not all of his benefits and don't forget to look back and give praise for what he's done, here's what can happen in our lives. He will turn our situations around. He turns the wilderness into a standing water. I mean, where there was no water, he brings water. Where there was no strength, he brings strength. We serve a God of the turn around. He turns the wilderness into standing water and dry ground into water springs. You know, if God can do that, then he can do it now. He's just looking for a people that will trust Him and that will serve Him with all of their hearts. I believe this, 
that he turns things around for those that are grateful. He turns things around for men and women that have grateful hearts. Look at verse 38. He blesses them also so that they are decreasing daily. He blesses them also so that they are multiplied greatly and he suffers not their cattle to decrease. Think about it. He turns things around and blesses them and multiplies them and causes them to triumph greatly. It sounds to me like God will take praisers to the next level. It sounds to me like God will multiply the praisers in whatever they have put their hand to. Let's be serious. How many of you could use some multiplication in your life? Look at Jeremiah 30, verse 19. Jeremiah, the 30th chapter, the 19th verse is so awesome. It says this, And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. Not one of these little weak Merry Christmas. But the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and they'll not be a few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. What God wants to do in your life is no small thing. God wants to do a great thing in you. God wants to do a great thing for you. Hallelujah. I love the message on this. It says this, Thanksgiving will pour out their windows. Thanksgiving will pour out the windows of the righteous. And laughter will spill through their doors. What's coming through your windows? What's spilling out through your doors? Laughter, joy will spill through the doors of the righteous. Things will get better and better. This is the message translation. Depression days are over. They will thrive and they will flourish. Oh man. Laughter will spill out of their doors. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for everything God's done. Yeah, but Pastor Mark, you know, I've seen God. He did something for this person over here and and that person. Get your mind off what God did for others. Now, thank God and rejoice with those who rejoice. But get your mind and focus on what God's done for you. Yeah, but it, it just... It just, Pastor, it seems so small. It seems so insignificant. Nothing that the Lord does is insignificant. Everything that the Lord does for you has great value. The fact that you woke up in the morning with breath in and of itself is the Lord being good to you. 
The fact that tonight you go home and you have a roof over your head and you've got heat coming out of those vents and you've got bread in the pantry and milk in the fridge, that's the Lord being good to you. The fact that you may not have to go to a laundromat tomorrow to do your wash is the Lord being good to you. And the fact that you may have to go to the laundromat is still the Lord being good to you because he provided the laundromat right around the corner. Come on, somebody. You can't box a thankful person in. You can't make a thankful person be depressed. They'll come up out of the circumstances of life and the praises of God will lift them up and cause them to triumph. Woo! Amen. You got food in the pantry. You got wheels, baby. I ain't got no wheels, baby. You got a bar ticket. I ain't got no bar ticket. You got legs. Let everything that have breath. Whoo. Laughter is going to spill out the doors of the Thomas household. Going to be so much joy in this place in 2014. The laughter is just going to spill out the doors. The people of God, full of joy, is going to spill out into the marketplace. And the joy of the Lord is going to be so tangible, it's going to get off some of those weird people outside these walls. Because He's the glory and the lifter up of our head. Whoo, glory to God. But it seems so little, it seems so insignificant. Let me remind you that Jesus took a boy's two-piece fish dinner. He blessed it. And he gave thanks. And it was multiplied. And it fed over 5,000 people. Be thankful for what you have. And he will take that which seems like is not enough and increase it into more than enough. He is a master at taking little and turning it into much. He is a master at taking something that looks insignificant and make it more than enough. Because he in fact is El Shaddai, the God is more than enough. Hallelujah. And if you want to be in position to receive more of the goodness of God... Develop a lifestyle of praise. Develop a lifestyle of celebrating. I think here at Heart of the Bay, we haven't celebrated enough yet tonight. I think we need to do just a little bit more celebrating. Again, you see, that God takes wastelands and turns them into fresh pools. There are those that say of the Bay Area that it's a wasteland. There are those that say of San Francisco, there is no help for them in God. But our God is a shield for us. And the same glory that fills Africa tonight will fill the USA. The same glory that fills other places is filling the San Francisco Bay Area. Come on, someone. There's nothing... Too hard for him. Now here's what 
will happen as a result of these turnarounds and these glorious things happening. In verse 42, it says, the righteous shall see it. And what will the righteous do? The righteous will be casual. Yeah, it was a, him in the glory showed up, waves of glory, people got out of wheelchairs. Uh, you know, uh-uh. the righteous shall see it and they'll get happy. The righteous shall see it and they shall rejoice. Now notice this in the, in the message translation of verse 42 and verse 43. Good people will see this and be glad. Bad people are speechless. They'll be stopped in their tracks. And I like this. If you're really wise, you'll think this over. It's time you appreciated God's deep love. It's time we appreciated God's deep love. You haven't seen everything that you've seen here, out here, but you're going to see it. You haven't realized everything out here that you've realized and you've seen in your spirit. But if you'll just hold fast and not give up and not quit and keep your spiritual neck, if you will, outstretched and expect to see the goodness of God in the land of your life, God will show up. God will turn some things around. There's no sense of you living in the mully grubs. There's too much to be happy about. There's too much to be filled with joy about. My Bible says that happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Happy are the people who are in such a case. Amen? It's time that we learn to appreciate God's deep love. God's deep love. You know, in the book of Ephesians, the apostle Paul had a revelation about this love. And let me just read it to you real quickly. He prayed that we would be strengthened of the rich treasury of his glory in the inner man. And that we would have power to grasp the width and the breadth, the length and the depth and the height of the love of God. And he says, as a result, we will be filled with all the fullness of God. We will have the richest measure of his divine presence. And we will become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Appreciating the love of God. I believe this is the year of the greater. We're heading for the greater. In 2014, we're going to see more manifestations of his love than we've ever seen before. It's the year of the greater. It's the year of the greater. We're celebrating the greater. Manifestations of his love. Manifestations of his deep love. That he has for all of us. As a matter of fact. If you're hurting in your body right now. Just stand up. Stand up to your feet right now. Stand up. Right now. You're hurting in your body. Stand up right now. In Jesus name. Now believers go ahead and lay hands on these folks. Let's see the manifestations of his deep love right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on believers. Everywhere. Believers all around these folks. Pray with sincerity. Pray with power. Pray with grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We come against pain. We come against sickness and disease. We bind it. 
We break its power. And we call upon the great love of God to be in manifestation even right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for moving. Just stay with it just for a few moments, guys. There's nothing cut and dried about this service. In His name, healing and health springing forth speedily. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now is your day. Right now is your day of deliverance. Right now is your day of freedom. In the name above every name. God's not finished in this prayer time yet. The Bible says, pray for one another that you may be healed. Oh, Hallelujah. Do you know that there is a power that's greater than addiction? Do you know that there's a power greater than the spirit that is behind addiction? I'm asking you tonight, do you know that there is a greater power than the power that is behind addiction? In the name of Jesus, if you've been battling with addiction... I don't care what kind of addiction it is. If you've been battling with addiction, get down here right now. We're going to go into this year free. You've been battling with addictions. Come right now. This is not to call anybody out or to embarrass anyone, but make your way to the front right now. Let God touch your life. In the name of Jesus. Just make your way to the front right now. We come against... We come against that which holds our brothers in bondage. Brother George, come on over here. In the name of Jesus. And Reverend George. And George, come on over here. The Lord says there's about two or three more of you. Not to embarrass you, but to help you. There's a power that's greater than what's brought you down and held you back. It is the power of God that ministers healing and ministers strength and ministers deliverance in the house of God tonight. Who else is that? Just come right now. In the name. In the name. Everyone stand to your feet. And let's proclaim his name. Everyone say in the name. In the name above every name. We come against that addiction right now. The Lord says it's time to leave it all. Time to let it go, says the Lord. Time to let it go. 
that which has had a stranglehold around you. We break its power right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, my, 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 my. Spirit of the Lord is saying to both of you guys tonight, you know what to cut off, do it. You know what to cut off, do it. Do it. Don't delay, do it. And I'll seal your deliverance with your acting upon the word of God. Amen. Let's rejoice with them. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, somebody. Let's celebrate with them. Glory to God. Glory to God. We don't serve a God who delivers small. We serve a God who delivers big. He sets free big. There's nothing too hard for our God. You know, it's time. That we appreciate his deep love. His great love. You know, in your life, in your Christian walk, the Spirit of the Lord will pull you and draw you to people. You know what that is? That's you being moved with compassion. And you being moved with the love of God. I believe that God is going to supernaturally set up some divine connections for all of us this coming year. That there are people that are going to come across our path and all of a sudden in our spirit, we're just being pulled to. It's just like a, a string pulling us. How many of you say, I'm going to yield to that deep love? See, appreciating God's deep love means obeying the promptings of the Holy Spirit and learning to be led by God. You know, we are not head led. We are not mind led. We are not reasoning led. We are led by the spirit of the living God. Put your hand over your heart and say, Lord, lead me in the right paths in this coming year. I will walk by faith and I will not yield to fear. Spirit led I shall be flowing in a greater anointing than ever before. For the spirit of God has spoken unto me. Divine connections are coming my way. And I will walk in the anointing and walk in the fullness measure of the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name. Let's just lift our hands and pray for a moment. We've got to pray that through a little bit. Visoma, Vasile, thank you. Komrinishti, Kasite Lebrolo. Say this with me. My steps are being ordered this year, next year, and every year by my commander in chief. My steps will take me in to places I've never been before. My steps will take me right on through the door. The door of opportunity. The door of utterance. The door of anointing. 
Declare this, I will obey. I do obey. For this is the year of a greater anointing upon the church. I'm part of the church. And this glorious anointing, it is upon me. Somebody shout amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So don't be discouraged. I keep getting that in my spirit. Don't be discouraged by the things that haven't happened yet. But rather give thanks for what has happened. And praise him in advance for what's about to happen. And I will cause my power and my anointing to see to it that you get to the other side. To see to it that manifestation comes. Amen. You may be seated just for a few more moments. John chapter 14. John the 14th chapter, the 21st and the 23rd verse. I'm appreciating God's deep love. How about you? In verse 21 through 23, said, He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved by my Father, and I will love him, and I will manifest myself to him. That's God loving you. I like the amplified in that verse. It says that he will show and reveal and manifest himself to us. He said, I will let myself be clearly seen by him and I will make myself real to him. That is a manifestation of his love. Brother Copeland has been saying that 2014 is the year of victory over death and also of greater manifestations than we've yet never seen. You see, when God reveals himself to us and we can clearly see, man, that's like, what more do you need? That's like the eyes of your heart are just being enlightened. The eyes of your spirit are just all of a sudden being flooded with light. And you clearly see what you should say. You clearly see where you should go. Decisions that you have wrestled with, you'll clearly know what to do. There'll be no question about it. You'll know that you know that you know because you're keeping his commandments and you're loving him and he is revealing himself to you. I don't know about you, but I don't want him just revealing himself to me once in a while. I need his revealing Strength and power every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in verse 23, he says, If a person really loves me, I know there's a group of people that really love him tonight. He will keep my word and he will obey my teaching and my father will love him. Listen to this. We will come to him and we will make our home, our abode, our special dwelling place with him who that's powerful and so Sunday morning I'm going to start talking about developing a strong unwavering faith 
in the greatness of God. If we are to see greater things, and we will, and if 2014 is really the year of the greater, I believe it should begin by us rehearsing how great our God is. Are you listening to me? You see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He is great because his exceeding precious promises are great. Amen. The Bible talks about his greatness and how that we can expect great things because he is a great God. I love the Bible and we're going to look at many verses on Sunday about the greatness of God. And our faith is going to be strengthened in that area. I believe our faith needs to be much stronger in believing God for miracles. Don't you? I believe we ought to be seen more than what we've seen. Thank God for what we've seen. But I believe that there are greater things that God wants to do in the lives and in the bodies of the people that come into this place. And yes, God is sovereign and God does move miraculously. And sometimes he moves where there's no faith involved at all. But people of faith are expected to please him with their faith and tap into the glory of God by believing to see it. Amen. And I just love going through the Bible and just looking at all the scriptures that talk about great. You know, when he spoke to Abraham, he says, I'm going to make your name great. The reason why he could make Abraham's name great, because he is great. He is great. Deuteronomy chapter 7, he's called the great and awesome God. In Genesis 15, this is shouting ground. He's our exceeding great reward. He's your exceeding great reward. You know what exceeding great reward means? Exceeding great reward means literally, He is your abundant compensation. He's your abundant compensation. Is not... Our God, a rewarder. You find that in Hebrews eleven six. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. But he that cometh to God must believe that he is. How many of you believe he is? I mean, that's basic rudimentary Christianity. You got to believe he is. Amen. Must believe that he is. But then he goes on to say, and that he is a rewarder. Of those that diligently seek Him. Not occasionally seek Him. But those that will show some diligence and show some discipline in seeking God. Which includes your prayer life. Which includes your word time. It includes the basics that you never, ever get away from. And when Genesis says that He is your exceeding great reward. He's saying there is abundant compensation coming your way if you will continually seek me with all your heart. Hallelujah. Don't you know that your father knows how to compensate? And in the area of compensation, it doesn't necessarily always mean wealth. It doesn't necessarily always mean material things. It includes that. But when God compensates, man, he does things from another world 
and impacts us in this world in which we live. How does he do it? Well, he does it one way because you and I, even though we're living in this world, we're not of this world. So with our faith, we can believe and receive from that other world and receive an abundant compensation. Amen. In Psalms 47, he's called the great king. In Hebrews 4, he's called the great high priest. In Hebrews 13, he's our great shepherd. In Psalms 145, he's got great mercy. Man, I'm glad he does. Anybody ever needed mercy? He's got great mercy for you. He's not given up on one of us. In Nehemiah, he's got great power. In Psalms 18, he gives great deliverance. In Psalms 76, he has a great name. Psalms 19, he gives great rewards. Psalms 145, he's got great goodness. Psalms 92, he does great works. I wonder what it would be like every morning if we all woke up every day of 2014 and said this. 2014 is going to be my best year ever. 2000, this is the best day ever. He does good things. He's a good God. And in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, he's right there. He said he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He'll never give up on us. Therefore, we should not give up on ourselves. Say it with me. He's a great God. In Psalms 19, he gives great peace. Psalms 117, he shows great kindness toward us. Psalms 138, he has great glory. Jeremiah 27, he's great in power. Jeremiah 2032, he's great in counsel. In Psalm 139, the sum of his thoughts toward us are great. And in Lamentations 3, he said, great is thy faithfulness. And we could go on and on and on and on and rehearse the greatness of God. But the purpose of this message is just to tell you that we are to celebrate. We're to look back and celebrate what God's done. And then we're to look forward into 2014 with a great expectancy. Do you receive that tonight? Let's all stand to our feet then. Come on, guys. Let's do it. Let's believe God together this evening.